You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Then Jesus turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house, and you did not give me any water for my feet. But she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, though many, have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But those who assume they have very little to be forgiven will love me very little. Luke chapter 7. This story is a beautiful picture of love, or great love, as Jesus called it. This woman knew what she needed. She needed forgiveness. She was a prostitute. And how she became a prostitute, or why, we don't know. But she was known in that neighborhood by all as a prostitute. She went straight into Simon's house and crashed his well-to-do dinner party to perform this act of great love on Jesus. She was the well-known prostitute. Simon was the well-known Pharisee. So she certainly wasn't invited. And everyone, as well as her, knew that. But clearly, she didn't care. She was going to get Jesus no matter what. It was obviously premeditated. Something had happened in her life. Some sort of spiritual awakening was happening. Maybe she was in Jesus' meetings. Maybe she heard him preach or saw his miracles. We don't know, but her heart was broken for her sins and she knew she had to change. We see this often when revival comes. There is the supernatural awakening to sin and it results in brokenness which causes deep repentance. She came prepared with perfume. She knew what she was going to do and she did it. She knew she would be scorned by the guests there. She knew their eyes would all be glaring at her, and she knew she might even be thrown out. But she did it. She humbled herself at Jesus' feet, and she wept and poured out her perfume on his feet. The room at that moment was filled with two contrasting aromas, that of arrogant shock and that of her sweet, repentant perfume. I imagine the typical sound of dinner plates clanging and that table chatter that fills the air after dinner parties coming to an abrupt end and a very awkward silence descending on the room as she did what she did. But the shock of all shocks was just when someone was probably going to get security to throw her out that Jesus, the rabbi, the teacher, the anointed one, received her, honored her, and made an example of her, praising her for her actions. Just as much as the guests did not expect a prostitute to crash the dinner party, no one expected Jesus to react the way he did. He wasn't embarrassed by a prostitute perfuming and cleaning his feet. Your average rabbi wouldn't even walk on the same side of the road as her. Your typical religious leader would recoil in disgust at her presence, but not Jesus. He welcomed her and praised her. Why? because he knew her, not just knew about her, but he knew her. And she was the reason why he came. He came to save, to heal, to forgive, and to redeem lives. The shock for the guests wasn't over just yet. The dinner party wasn't completely ruined at that moment. 
That only happened when Jesus then turned to Simon, the man who owned the house and organized the party, the host of the evening, the respectable and admired Pharisee and leader, and began to chastise him for not doing the same. You did not give me water for my feet. You did not give me a kiss or oil for my head, but she did. The big difference between the woman and Simon is that she knew her condition and he didn't know his. He was also in need of forgiveness, a personal revival. He was no different to the woman, but religion had anesthetized him into thinking he was okay. And thinking he was okay, he was not able to access the anointing for transformation that Jesus carried. Could this be a picture of the church today? We have Jesus at our parties, but we're not accessing the power of his spirit because we don't see our deep need for it. Maybe we too have become anesthetized by our cultural Christianity and abundance of religious stuff, leaving us with a veneer of Christianity. So we think we're actually okay, but in reality, we are so like Simon, proud, uncaring, uninvolved in God's mission to save and redeem the world, more concerned with our nice parties than the brokenness right outside our front doors, cold and powerless. Saints, if we are not supernaturally awakened to know how much we need Jesus or the power of his spirit, we go without it. Like Simon, we have him at our services, but we don't access the anointing that releases salvation, forgiveness, healing, deliverance, or redemption. She accessed the anointing because she saw her need and she saw what was available in Jesus. As I have journeyed on this revival devotion, I am more convinced than ever that we need a revival. The church has, in many places, become like Simon, cold and powerless. But we also need a revival because in many ways, we as the church are also like that well-known prostitute, playing the harlot with the world, living in compromise and way below the holy, faithful, powerful, beautiful bride that we're meant to be. Revival came to that woman because by the grace of God, she was supernaturally awakened to her need. We don't know what happened to Simon. Maybe after that teaching, he too was supernaturally awakened to his need. We hope revival came to him, but we know it came to her. So let's do what the woman did. Let this fast and our commitment to prayer that we are engaging in be a picture of what she did. Let it be an act of humility and desperation and determination and great love because we see our need for Jesus to come and fill us with his spirit and make us as we should be. So Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival, but start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our days.